You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the final part of the show, we get a view on mainland China from Steve Vickers, CEO of Steve Vickers and Associates. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Um, so I think let's start with the US Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo's visit to China. She's talked about the fact that she wants to increase business between the two countries, but national security matters is completely off the table. So what will she be talking about and how do we see, is this going to be a positive visit or is it just going to be like others where a lot of rhetoric spoken but nothing really gets done? Uh, I think uh, to expect anything dramatic to come from this would be uh, overly optimistic. However, there are smaller subjects which are nibbling at, which are being nibbled at. Uh, I think the Americans are very concerned also at the state of, of, of the reported state anyway of, of, of things in the Chinese economy which will affect all of us in the end, the longer term impact uh, of some of these in, uh, issues such as um, Zhongzhou Enterprises Trust which, is, which appears to be having deep trouble uh, will, will have a shock effect uh, both in China and elsewhere. So I mean these sort of things for sure should be talking about. So you talk about that and it seems the whole shadow banking s- sector is now pretty much under pressure. Um, well, this one, this one particular, uh, Zhongzhou Enterprises and then uh, an affiliate, uh, Zhongrong, uh, failed to make payments or catch up with payments in, uh, in August. And, and on the surface, it doesn't look very interesting. But the scale of this is, is, is massive. Um, ZEG is, is probably amongst China's largest and biggest um, trust company. And, it, and these trust companies play a crucial role in, in intermediating between savers and borrowers. People don't go to the bank. The banks stay away from this. So these organizations are huge, very loosely. Um, they're gray banks or loosely, uh, loosely regulated and have been associated with moving debts off the balance sheets of provincial governments and onto the trust balance sheet. Uh, so the, the exposure to this and, and the possibility of contagion is real. I'm not saying it's going to happen. This is uh, it is really serious. Uh, obviously, the PRC government is alive to the threat, uh, and they've now got teams from a newly organised body called the uh, National Financial Regulatory Authority going round provinces, looking uh, to try and understand what is the actual scale of this. But the scale of this is enormous. Is it too dramatic to say that it could lead to, well, China equivalent of, say, the global financial crisis or an Asian financial crisis? Because all of those were debt-driven and was triggered by an event that initially seemed quite small but then grew. And obviously the contagion effect took it to a point where it became quite a big crisis. I think it's very serious. Uh, it is possible. I'm not saying it is going to happen, but, but it, is, it is certainly a credible, uh, a credible situation. So we've seen some measures from the government this morning. I think you'll probably see the uh, what I would call the national team starting to buy shares shortly. Uh, and then what it will actually lead to that will, will damage the economy and affect the West more, there'll be further regulation of the trust sector. Um, there'll be efforts to regularize the, the grey economy, thereby reducing financial activity again. Um, and there'll be, I, I think there'll be a lot of measures from the government to rein in the broader financial sector. None of this is, is good in the, against the backdrop of, of this time. Um, and it may have implications, as I say, on the level of debt, examination of the level of local government debt. 
Um, and I think when these investigation teams come back, they'll, they'll be able to reveal or they'll have a better idea of just how, well, what's, the scale of, um, what's the scale of the problem. But it is very significant. And does it have a more global significance? I mean, I know Bloomberg's got a headline today about the fact that China's slowed down and all will affect the, the globe. Um, you know, we've also seen the decoupling in terms of trade between China and the US. All of this, how much of an effect will that have on global affairs? There's a lot of hysteria in the Western press or, 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 or gloating to a certain extent, extent as to China's um, the, the situation that the mainland finds itself in, which they've obviously they've done it to themselves. The decoupling thing is, is really interesting. Uh, it's, it's, it's very simplistic on the U.S. side. But in fact, um, Chinese companies have, have responded to the U.S. restrictions by investing all over Southeast Asia very heavily. 40% of the foreign direct investment into Southeast Asia comes from China. So what that means is, ironically, this, this, this situation, uh, it means that China's policy of dual circulation, but which seeks to, uh, to use external trade to drive domestic growth, is working. So decoupling may, may yet enhance China's preeminence across the Southeast Asian region. So it, it, all of these things are not going as, as billed. And I think the other factor that people miss out on is the fact that a lot of raw materials still come from China. So even by so-called decoupling with the West, even if the West moves production to, say, Bangladesh, India and other countries, a lot of those raw materials are gotten from China. So China doesn't totally lose out, correct? Indeed, indeed. In fact, it, it, and it gets very, very difficult to work out what was produced. Where. Obviously, the very ultra-high-tech ultra chips, which are at the centre of arguments, that's one thing. But on the wider, in, in the wider business context, the clients that the SDA work for, we're, we're, we're being asked to try and evaluate what's the risk uh, of doing stuff um, in country A and country B. Are we going to be bitten by the U.S.? Are we going to be bitten by the Chinese for complying? Uh, there's never been a time where, where, where things are uh, as complex as they are now. Okay, and we've got about 10 seconds left. Is there anything that people should be aware of that they've got to look out for this week? Uh, I think further, any further disclosures as it as it relates to to, to Zhongzhou Enterprises is, will, will be a clear will be a clear indicator. Uh, um, and the, the, fit, the bit that would worry me would be um, official uh, any attempt to blame foreign scapegoats or to identify foreign firms as being as being responsible for this. That would not be a positive sign. And those companies that have dodgy structures, these these um, bonds that were guaranteed to pay through BVI or Cayman Island vehicles, you want to have a good look at that now and determine what your exposure is. Uh, uh, all right, I've got to cut you off there. Sorry, yeah. Steve. Okay. All right, thank you very much for coming on.